Canton and Plymouth, Michigan are two powerhouse Metro Detroit suburbs, but there's often a misconception about the two that makes them seem interchangeable. And I'm here to tell you that's not the truth. Welcome to the Real Estate in Michigan Audio Experience podcast with your host and local real estate professional, Andrew McManaman. As I mentioned, Canton and Plymouth are both well-known and desirable communities to live in Metro Detroit. But what I'm noticing is they're often described as if they are the same place, not only in a geographic sense and amenities, but for prices too. Despite their close proximity, I'm going to smash that assumption res respectfully because they couldn't be any more different. I wanna talk about how these two suburbs in Metro Detroit are different in a financial sense and how they're the same to help you make the most well-informed decision possible if you're planning to plant your roots in one of these areas. Also, I've created several videos about things to know, pros and cons, etc., pertaining to Canton and Plymouth in the past that I will be sure to link in the description below so you can get a well-rounded idea of these two communities. Kicking this off by taking a look at this graph provided by the Multiple Listing Service, it outlines the average sale price over the last three years in Plymouth Township, which is in green, Plymouth in yellow, as well as Canton Township in red. Plymouth has its own city and township, whereas Canton is just a township. Plymouth Township comes in at just over $446,000 with a 7.1% increase. Plymouth sits at just over $432,000, which was a 4.8% decrease. And Canton Township sits at just over $395,000, which was a 2.3% increase. So in terms of averages, you can save quite a bit of money living in Canton in the home price department versus Plymouth, while of course being able to take advantage of the amenities both communities offer since they are right next to each other. In a housing market where homes are pretty expensive, saving nearly $37,000 from one area to the next is huge for any home buyer out there. I mean, that's the cost of a new car these days, and I know you want a new one, don't lie to me. Or you could donate it to the Andrew Fund if you wanted, your, your choice of course. Before I, I dabble in property taxes, I wanted to put a visual to how far you can stretch your dollar in each of these areas because data and graphs are super cool and all, but seeing how it translates to real life is pretty important I'd say. I'm going to take a rough average of those three areas I mentioned that I included in the graph based on current inventory and it comes out to be roughly $445,000. So that price and below is what I'll show you to get a sense of how these areas size up to one another. Taking a look at this first home in Canton Township, it was on the market for 10 days before it sold. It has four bedrooms, five bathrooms, one being a half, 2,714 square feet situated on 0.08 acres and built in 2003 with a two car garage. It has an HOA of $65 a month and is the Plymouth Canton School District. Taking a look at the images, it gives off a historic colonial feeling. We jump inside, I, I apologize in advance for the picture quality, it's not me, it's the person who took them, I promise. We have a spacious formal living room off of the front door, but at least there's some separation to the entrance in my opinion. Down the hall we have bathroom number one, we pop out to the kitchen that has stools, a little dining area in the back, and an open concept that is good for entertaining. Then we jump to the primary ensuite, which fits a large bed, has those tall ceilings we all know and love, a sizable bathroom with double sinks and a jacuzzi, along with a standing shower and ample storage throughout. Then we have some other living space upstairs, which I don't think could be made to a bedroom since you need to walk through to get to another bedroom. A few images of the bedrooms that have extra closets, another bathroom, 
a much larger bedroom to say the least, a lot of room for activities there, with yet another bathroom, a walk-in closet, and a garage off the back. This may seem a, a, a little goofy setup with the yard if you're not familiar with this area, but they did that to pack as many homes in there as possible. The yards become non-existent, but the subdivisions tend to have sizable parks to make up for it. But don't let this be how you see Canton because there are plenty of larger lots. I actually have a, a home tour video in a new construction neighborhood I did a little while back that I can include in the description too. This next home is located in Plymouth Township. It, it was on the market for 37 days before it went pending and that may seem like a lot in today's world but it's off of a main road next to commercial space and across the street from a school. It doesn't make this a bad option, but it dwindles down the buyer pool a little bit because not all people would like that no matter how far back the home is situated from the road. This home has four bedrooms, three bathrooms, one being a half, 1,875 square feet with an additional 850 square feet being finished in the basement, situated on over half an acre with a two-car garage and built in 1995. Take a look at the images. I think this first picture was strategically captured to eliminate the surroundings. Stepping inside, we have such a, such a cool layout. The natural wood dining table, the darker floors, lighter cabinets, and all the natural light flooding in. A nicely situated living room with a fireplace, a powder room which is located on the main level I believe, a bedroom with tall ceilings, a bathroom with a window letting in some of that natural light we love, another bedroom that's being utilized as an office, then another bedroom and bathroom, then to another bedroom that's redded out. That's a, that's a new word we'll use here. Then we jump downstairs with a pool table. This space gives off a, a dive bar feeling with the flooring being used. Shelves in a bar awaiting to be stocked. The furnace. Then we jump outside to see the brick patio and a wide open yard with great privacy despite the home surroundings, which is actually a very nice touch. I really didn't expect that when I first looked at these images. And then you have a, a couple overhead shots showing the main road, nearby businesses, and a school field across the street. Last but not least, a home in the city of Plymouth. I can tell you before even looking at it, your dollar will not go as far when we jump into the city limits, but it's a good visual for everyone out there to compare and contrast what's best for them in their situation. This home is closest to the intersecting streets of Ann Arbor Trail and Main Street, which make up Plymouth's downtown space. This, this home was on the market for 19 days before going pending. It has three bedrooms, two full baths, 1,200 square feet, along with 825 finished square feet in the basement, with a one-car garage situated on 0 0.11 acres and built in 1969. Taking a look at the images, despite it being smaller than the other homes, I'm a huge, huge ranch person. I think stairs take up a lot of space in home and that olive green color is coming back in style. For those of you watching, do you prefer a colonial or a ranch home and why? Stepping inside, this home is staged very well, starting with the living room and a fireplace that seamlessly transitions into the dining space and the kitchen. Huge fan of this home's layout and the way it's showcased. Large laundry room with countertops off the kitchen, which is also marketed as a chef's kitchen. Then we step into the primary bedroom with a king bed. Then we move to the bathroom, as well as another bedroom with a good sized closet from the looks of it. Then the last bedroom is being used as an office space and then we jump downstairs and we have another living room area space that looks great for entertaining and ellipticaling, which is probably a word I'm sure. Then a bathroom downstairs, then we pop upstairs briefly, then outside to see the one car detached garage. Then the setup they have for the backyard, which is pretty cool. Then an aerial shot of the home situated one house away from the corner. So. 
With all that being said and example shown, it's clear there's some differences when it comes to home prices in those areas. It's not a ton, but based on three houses, which one would you live in and why? After seeing my videos for a little while, you know home prices aren't everything. There's also the property tax aspect we need to keep in mind. In terms of the cost of living, in general, it's pretty seamless into each other in each community, so the main focus here is on housing. I'm going to bring up the Michigan property tax estimator as I always do, and if you have never seen this yet, I'll link it in the description for you. They gave the calculator a new modern look so you don't have to follow along anymore in a program that belonged in the Smithsonian. Going through the prompts, we'll put Wayne County, Canton Township, and Plymouth Canton Schools. Click search, and jumping back to the average home price I pulled from the areas of $445,000, I'll take 50% of that, which is $222,500, and put it into the blank and hit calculate. Then it brings up a primary residence annual tax amount of $8,902 and a non-homestead amount of $12,947 if it were to be a rental or a second home. And this is a high estimate, as I mentioned time and time again, but more accurate than what the listing throws at you. For example, the home listing I showed pictures of in Canton Township has an annual tax amount of $6,200 a year. So people will look at that and think, oh, that's not too bad, submitting an offer now, without realizing that's the amount the current owner is paying, not what you will be paying. It will uncap and jump to amount in the $8,000 range. What's the best way to estimate the tax amount? Well, reach out to the local assessor in the area where the house of interest is, or use a high estimate like this and plan for the worst and hope for the best. Just don't trust the listing, please, 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 because good God, look at the difference I just shared with you. Using that same amount and doing Plymouth Township this time in the same school district, it pumps out an amount of $7,300 for a primary residence and $11,356 for a secondary home. Not a huge difference in pricing, but if you wanna save money, here's a way of doing so. Lastly, I'll throw the city of Plymouth with the same amount and it pumps out a $9,554 for a primary residence and $13,599 for a secondary. So when comparing the city and the township, that's over a $2,300 difference. Again, I've beat a dead horse with how frequently I mention this for each area and video I create, but it's so, 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 so important. I wanna to tattoo this on your brain. Thank you as always for listening to my podcast. If you would, follow, subscribe, and leave a five-star review on the platform you listen to this on. I would greatly appreciate it. Stay tuned for the next episode.